Hello, welcome to today's episode of Juice and Numbers, your statistics and sports podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joshua Tracy. And I am Corwin Heller. And welcome to the show this week. We're coming at you a day late uh, because we were busy hanging out as friends. Uh, yeah, which is weird because we're not. We are. We are just co- good coworkers. <laughs> um, getting paid handsomely to do this show. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Classic um, negative balance paycheck. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we actually watched NFL Week 1. At least we watched a couple of the games together. Um, but here we are, a uh, little bit late for this, but whatever, uh, doing our 2022 season NFL bold predictions. Corwin Heller, are you ready? Of course. Nothing okay. better than bold predictions. All right. Well, then let's get into it. Uh, so every year we start with the awards. Corbin, do you want to start on the awards front or do you want to start on the bold predictions let's, front? Let's start on awards because bold predictions usually get drawn away. No, no. I mean, do you want to go first? Oh. Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. MVP? Sure. This is boring. I am going Josh Allen. I think I he's just Josh Allen. He is just too big a name and too prime for one of those probably should have been the MVP or at least in the MVP running like the last three years, four years. This is it. He's the favorite. He's going to have a great season. And unless he implodes or someone has a truly historic season, it's going to go to him. I mean, I get it. He is, uh, man. If you're going to rank the, the 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 active QBs, he is going to be in your top. Th- oh, who are your top three quarterbacks? Because I was about to say he's in your top three, but between him, still the husk of Tom Brady, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. That's four. I don't know where I. I, I would put Josh Allen at three. I would, would you put, put it out Pat, the floor? I would put Pat Mahomes at one and Aaron Rodgers at two. Old man Brady. Uh, Down there at four. Uh, no, I. Part of me wants to go Lamar Jackson. Point part being, not, me, not in the top three is, is my point there. Oh, yeah. Brady, not in the top three. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, my MVP is the guy that you just put number one on your list. It is Patrick Mahomes. Um, if Look, man, NFL MVP is going to be a quarterback. It's the quarterback's award. So if we're picking who's going to win MVP, it's just, hey, which Pick of the, the top one or really just which of the top three guys do you think it's going to be this year? Like, uh, I think I know Aaron for Rogers, a fact like, it won't be Aaron Rodgers. He was also the MVP of the past two years, so it would have been smart. Uh, it was a I good pick. I picked him both anyway. I don't see any way that he does it this year. That team is not good. No, they're not. But uh, the Chiefs probably are going to be. I would be willing to bet. Um, tough for them to be bad. I can't believe Eric Bieniemy is not a head coach somewhere. They saw him on. I, they showed him on screen uh, during the Chiefs game um, after one of those ridiculous Patrick Mahomes passes. And I was like, ah, yes, Eric Bieniemy, the head coach of the. Oh, nope, no, it's still Andy Reid. Uh, it probably should be Eric Bieniemy somewhere, but it's still Andy Reid. Um, One of the craziest stats I've seen was yesterday, Sunday, the Chiefs played the uh, Cardinals, who are a good team, who very will likely go to the playoffs and started last year, like 11 and two or some crazy shit like that. They ran 66 offensive plays against them and got 33 first downs. That's fucking insane. They had more first downs halfway through the first quarter of that game yesterday than the Steelers had the entire game. And the Steelers won, so I don't understand how that works. I do. I watch the game, and it's very easy to see how that worked. But um, that offense is going to be disgusting. Yeah, the Steelers won because the because the Bengals didn't win. 
That's why the Steelers won. Yay. I guess. Ooh, two divisions are winless through week one. Which two divisions two? are they? Two. The NFC. Fuck. The NFC South. No. New Orleans and Tampa won their first game. Uh, AFC South. It was yes, Indianapolis, Texans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm the football guy, and I know the divisions of this league. Who else would be winless? AFC North, no. AFC West, no. AFC, no. NFC South, NFC West. I wish you gave up faster. I have no idea. The NFC West. Arizona, LA Rams, and the Giants, or sorry, San Francisco 49ers all lost yesterday. The Seahawks playing tonight. So, TBD. TBD. If they, uh, is my mustache like curled up a little bit on the side? It's not intentional. I don't want people thinking I'm doing that now. I'm not into that. Okay. I'm not that guy. You're not trying something new. It's an accident. It's because I'm messy. Leave me alone. I'm eating Burger King. Um, all right, what's your next award? Uh, offensive player of the year. If Josh Allen is going off, then it's only fair that his top offensive weapon is as well. I'm going to go Stefan Diggs. It's a good pick. It's a very good pick. This is... Um, I'm pushing all the chips in on the Bills this year. Uh, I'm not hedging in any way. Hey, fair enough, man. Um, I I am going with another wide receiver, uh, but I am going for uh, the guy who did it last year, uh, Cooper Cup. Watching the Rams game and watching Matthew Stafford only have eyes for Cooper Cup or eyes for the guy that looks like Cooper Cup, and he might have just gotten confused. I, they're going to force feed him the ball just religiously. He had 13 receptions. That's crazy. And it's week one. Fuck yeah. Hey, I'm hoping Allen Robinson can wake up and they choose to, you know, give him the ball more. And hopefully that'll cut down on those wild numbers. But regardless, Cooper Cup will get his. Did not realize uh, Allen Robinson was on the Rams until he played that game. Was like, oh, shit. Hey, buddy. Forgot you were alive. Wild. Uh, Yeah. uh, Give me your defensive player of the year. So I initially wrote a handful of these out before week one. We intended to do this before week one. We didn't do it before week one. So the only change to this list after the games that were played is that TJ Watt will no longer be my defensive player of the year. Uh, He is likely going to be out at least six weeks. That is best case scenario. Worst case scenario is he has surgery this week and his season will be over. So after it wasn't TJ Watt, I thought, man, Minka Fitzpatrick, safety for the Steelers, is really going to have to pick up a ton of slack. We have some really good inside linebackers this year. That'll allow him to just play all over the field and just be a menace. I love that because that's what he does so fucking well. He's going to put up stupid numbers. And then I remembered he plays safety, so he's never going to get this award. So I'm giving it to Micah Parsons. What a pick. Okay. Young young lion from Penn State. I think he's going to feast. Um, from, from your lips to God's asshole. Uh correct. Uh I I every year we do this, I copy and paste last year's bull predictions into a new spreadsheet so I can just take everything out and have that formatted already. And this was a name I did not get rid of from last year because fucking it's still a good pick. I was looking at it like trying to pick somebody else. And I was like, I still like it. It didn't work out last year, but I still really like this pick. It's Miles Garrett. Fair enough. 
I thought right. you I thought you picked Aaron Donald last year, and I was like, it was two years. If you have if you have Pat Mahomes, Cooper Cup, and Aaron Donald as the three guys here for the next five years, without knowing what happened to the next five years, you're probably going to get most of those correct. But honestly, Miles Garrett has been the guy who's like, oh, this is his year for like three years now. He's right there on the cusp. He's putting up great fucking numbers. He's not as good as TJ Watt, but I was about to say with TJ Watt dead, since I did this today, doors open. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his biggest, you know, arch rival in this is going to be Aaron Donald, like it is with everyone every year. Um, and it's really just, all right, is Aaron Donald going to go supernova or is he just going to be like regular old Goku? Um, Have we ever heard anything bad about Aaron Donald, the guy? Because um, I feel like he seems like a, one of the best had... players on the planet and seems like a good dude, but I don't remember if I'm missing a story in my head. There have been a couple stories this offseason about some violent. He, he is a, a violent person uh, on the field and apparently off the field in practice, things like that. Like he, he beat, he went uh, akimbo with some helmets this year in a joint practice uh, and was swinging them around at some people, Miles Garrett style. Um, and I know he's one of the most heavily personal fouled uh, players in the league. Yeah. All things considered, though, it's not bad. Those are good things for NFL football. Bad things for the rest of society. I take it as a win. All right, give me your uh, give me your next award. Next up, I have offensive rookie of the year. Which wide receiver did you pick? I I really <laughs> thought I was going to go Kenny Pickett. And then uh, I was like, oh, you know, Mitch is going to hold on to this job for a while. I have a lot of faith in him. No, he will not. And then I watched the game. It's like, oh, God. Pickett's going to be coming in at some point. And we, it's going to be watched, sooner than later. We watched this game together, and we were joking about how when the Pittsburgh Steelers brought the game to overtime, the least enthusiastic person on the field appeared to be Mitch Trubisky, <laughs> likely because he had to keep playing football. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck. Um, but I, I really think it's going to come down to Kenny Pickett not getting enough games to kind of compare to other position players. So I'm going to go with the rookie wide receiver who is his team's unquestioned wide receiver one. Not going to be a great team, but he's going to get fed the ball. I'm going to go Drake London with the Atlanta Falcons. That's a really mean pick. I, I'm a fan of it. Um, I went in, the, in a similar vein as you in terms of team bad player good and went Jahan Dotson. I love you, and after watching that game, yeah, okay, that could definitely be the case. So, obviously, Corwin loves him. He's a former Penn Stater. I love him. He was born right next to my hometown. Love that. Newark, New Jersey, baby. Um, Look, the commanders are going to be bad. But yes, they are. Um, We've seen wide receivers be really, really good on really bad teams because someone has to complete the handful of passes your team may complete. Um, I remember Allen Robinson playing for the Jaguars when they were so bad that Blake Bortles just went up and put like 400 yards every game because they were just after the second quarter, they were in garbage time. So he was just hucking the ball up to a Rob. Yep. Carson Wentz doesn't have the arm Blake Bortles does, but Jahan Dotson, better route runner than Aaron uh, Allen Robinson. So maybe he'll be open more. Let's go for it. Yeah. And um, uh, let's be honest. The team also, who else are you throwing it to? Um, Terry Terry. Curtis Samuel. Terry McLaren's there. He's Terry a top wide receiver. Yeah, he is. Hey, there's two mouths to feed. It is pretty funny, though, that uh, Jahan Dotson had negative 10 rushing yards on one attempt, and I'm dying to see what that play looked like, that you lost 10 entire yards. Definitely um, has to be some end around, you know, opposing safety or cornerback doesn't believe it for a second and is just charging at him from the other side of the field. Lay down faster. 
Yeah. But yeah, 40 yards in his debut receiving, so 30 yards from scrimmage uh, and two touchdowns. They were nice touchdowns, too. Uh, what do you got next? Defense? Defensive rookie of the year. Not only is this player going to win defensive rookie of the year, but I am adding a bold prediction here that they will be an all pro player at their position. I'm going to go sauce Gardner. Interesting. Yes. I think he is going to be lights out for the New York jets. I think he's going to be on sauce Island. I think Darrell Rivas is going to vacation there. Uh, I love the guy. I have picked a Jets player (laughs) in this category almost every year we've done this thing out of blind hope uh, and decided not to jinx myself this year. Uh, So I'm going to pass my curse along to the other New York team and uh, say Kayvon Thibodeau. I hope it does because that would be funny. It would be very funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kevon Thibodeau was obviously a really big pickup for the Giants. When it happened, if the Giants are going to be good this year, it's probably going to have to be on the back of a big defensive contribution because, ah, man, if <laughs> if Danny Dimes just doesn't lose you games, your defense could probably do enough to keep you in it long enough that you could win a game. Uh, so... Oh, yes. That's that, that's that's my my thinking there. And Kayvon Thibodeau getting some recognition for a big contribution on the uh, outside there. I'm all for it. Uh, who do you got next? I have coach of the year. Oh, shit. I missed that category. Oh, I have right, it. Down. Never mind. I'm, I got okay. it. I have it. Yeah. I think he's getting a lot of hype from some offseason media. I think he is a guy that arguably could should have been in contention last year, even though, boy, they did not win a lot of games. I think if they win, I, I think they could still be an under 500 team and he would still win coach of the year. I'm going to go Dan Campbell with Detroit Lions. Interesting. Interesting pick. Uh, okay. This ties into one of my bold predictions, but I will save it for them. I'm going with a man who deserves more in life, who did not get a fair shake a few years ago because he coached New York Jets, a team that will fuck you. They'll fuck you hard. They'll fuck you long. He will bury you. The team might kill you. Um, Todd Bowles is head coaching the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year. Todd Bowles is a really solid coach. New York is not fair. Um, he's inheriting a really good team that he was a big part of in making very good. Uh, so full full credit to him. Um, if the Bucks go far this year, he will be a, a credit as a very big reason why. I love that pick. That's a great pick. All right. What do you got left? I have comeback player of the year. Who's back coming on? Uh, I'm coming on the back of Jameis Winston. I think Jamais. he's going to have an excellent year in New Orleans. I think he's going to have an efficient year in New Orleans. He is a quarterback, which always adds just a factor of 10 to your light, your odds of winning an award. Um, I think he comes back and, and eats that W. <laughs> he's been chasing that high ever since that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm with it. I almost put down Jameis Winston. Uh, I went a different route. I picked Saquon Barkley. I love you. Um, I know you do. Now, he played all of his games last year for the most part, played 13 games last year, but massively, massively underperformed where he was previously. Um, some would say he's probably still recovering from the injury. Last year, one would, I think, optimistically defend anyway. I would be one. And I think if he really like stands out and shines this year, then he has a, a, a big possibility for winning this award. He already is leading the NFL in rushing yards, uh, longest rush and yards per game, as well as yards from scrimmage, 
it's been one game, but that's a really good showing and legit. The number of yards he gathered just in week one of the NFL season is already over a third of the yards he collected all of last season. Like that's how few yards he ended up getting last year rushing. Yes, there are 16 more games to go, but being in first after game one is better than being in second. Yep. So he's got that. Which is nice. Which is. So yeah. Shake Juan Bockley. I'm trying to fuck the Giants this year by actually picking picking their players for for things. Some nice reverse voodoo. Oh, come on, come on, Jets. They fucked us. Week one. Next Whatever. up, I have these Super Bowl picks for this year. They better be bold, Corwin. Are they bold? They no, are they're not bold. Assuredly not bold. Uh, this is probably the least bold you can get. I'm going Bills Buccaneers. Suck a dick. Give me some bold ones. Who do you got Uh, winning? The Bills. The Bills. The Bills. The Bills. Um, My bold prediction. I'm not sure you're ready for this. One of them's not bold, but I think the total matchup is. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, New York Giants. You son of a bitch. (laughs) The Giants. Hell yeah. Fuck it. Why not? And the Ravens, I think, is a deceptively bold pick because I think that division is going to be a slugfest this year like it was last year. Um, The Ravens are obviously very, very good, and I'm not saying they're going to lose it on the back of their division, but some slightly worse seeding with how top-heavy the AFC is might make their road to the Super Bowl a little bit harder than I think people are going to think it is. So I think this will end up being a bold prediction. Uh, But the Giants are obviously... uh, Let's Let's hope the voodoo works for both teams. I do have the Ravens winning, though. Fuck you. Uh, All right. First pick team with the worst record plus tiebreakers in the NFL. Josh, I I don't expect you to factor in tiebreakers with this, but I am going with the Seattle Seahawks and Geno Smith at quarterback to do nothing all year. They have a bad offense. They have a bad defense. I don't know about their special teams, but I don't think it matters. I just have no hope for them. Uh, what if I told you Geno Smith already has 50 yards in the game right now? I didn't know the game started. It didn't. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Frantically trying to bring up the game on my laptop <laughs> while we're doing this. He's got 60 yards and a touchdown. It's the first 10 minutes. Um, oh my God! First drive of the game, ninety-nine yard run from Geno Smith. They're giving him fourteen points. That was so cool. Oh my God! It's actually a ninety-nine oh, yard rush, but it's a right pass now. because he threw the ball, got deflected back into his hands, Brett Favre style, juked out all the players, and got the rushing and receiving yards and the passing yards. It's it's he- a forty-point play. <laughs> Uh, fuck them. They're going to get beat so bad. Uh, my worst record is Detroit. <laughs> Touche. Which is why I said nothing to your Dan Campbell pick. Uh, yeah. Look, man, it's a team of guys who are there to get paid and then be forgotten. They're going to win the Super Bowl now. I hope you know that. I would root for them readily. I would. I would yeah, without readily. question. It doesn't it matter be against what team the they Steelers. Were, I was going to say, it, it doesn't matter what team they were going up against unless the Jets, because you've seen the Steelers win in your lifetime, and I have not seen the Jets win in my lifetime or the lifetime before mine. <laughs> so if, if there was a Steelers-Lions Super Bowl in the year 2022, of course I will root for the Steelers to win. If they were to lose to the Lions, I think I would still have tears of joy. Yeah, I would be rooting for the Giants or the Lions so fucking hard if it was any team that wasn't the Jets, <laughs> mm-hmm. but if it's the Jets, then you need let's, that. Let's let's shoot some let's just, like yeah. Let's just hope there are a lot of mothers around to celebrate. Yeah. Uh, all right. Are you ready to get into bold predictions? Yes, I am. All right. Well, you went first on awards, so I guess I will go first on bold predictions. Uh, my first bold prediction. So every year, every year we've done this. I have made the same bold prediction as one of my bold predictions, which is that 
Tom Brady will finally start to show signs of age and retire uh, with a huge fall from grace. It's never happened. And this year to pick that felt like cheating. So instead, (laughs) I've gone the other way. (laughs) Tom Brady has announced that he will retire after this season. And so my first ball prediction is that no, he won't. (laughs) Because why should I be happy? Tom Brady doesn't retire after the season is your bold prediction. Tom Brady does Fuck not yeah. retire. And now I will justify it by saying there is an outside chance this comes true because if there's been reports, and look, let, let's page six this motherfucker. There's been reports that Tom Brady and Giselle have been having marital issues over his decision to play out this NFL season. In a world where they get divorced during the year because of that choice, I could see Tom being like, fuck it. Already lost the marriage. If he has a good year, it's like, why not? You know, I mean, that he's basically been YOLOing his life away a year at a time for the past three seasons. So why not? Why not? He's going to midlife crisis himself back into into another year of playtime. Only Tom Brady would choose to shove his hands into the gooch of a fat man and be tackled by Aaron Donald rather than just go hang out with his fucking supermodel wife, Giselle, and just chill with his kids. Dude hates his family more than Aaron Rodgers. Unless he's kissing them. Unless he's kissing them. Then he's kisses on the mouth. Yeah. Love it. All right. Give me your first one. Number one, less than half of the teams who won their division in 2012 repeat this year. There are eight divisions. I think only three of them will repeat the Chiefs, the Bucks, and the Bills, which means I think the Bengals, the Titans, the Cowboys, the Rams, and the Packers are all going to slip in the standings this year. Which actually, now that I read it out, it's not the most outrageous pick in the world, but that's why we're starting there. Okay. All right. Easing our way in. Uh, my next one will have to be judged, I guess, relatively subjectively. Uh, but my next one is that Davis Mills outperforms Deshaun Watson this year. We could easily do that on a per game basis. I was about to say, yeah, that that might have to be, but it also depend on um, how much of a sample size book players get. Davis but Mills we'll, should start the whole season. They uh, both should. barring injury, and Deshaun should be coming back yeah. which no one's happy about but whatever it would be a wild change of direction if somehow he wasn't given the uh the starting nod once his suspension ends after 11 games um i'm all for chaos in this situation so that would be fucking hilarious but i also think that this bullet prediction would be bring such a feeling of schadenfreude because it would really show that like, oh, not only did the Browns do something incredibly shitty, but that they will have given away so much capital on a player who couldn't even outperform his replacement that people didn't think would like be really starting in the NFL, um, which would just be the compounding effect of fucking the Browns, um, which they managed to pull off every year. Mm-hmm. So they're the Browns. <sighs> they're the Browns. All right, number two. I went deep on some of these. I went back 10 years and saw how many players, individual players, reached 1,000 yards receiving. And my prediction is that this year we will set a record. 30 individual players will eclipse 1,000 yards receiving. The highest I saw in 10 years was like 29, which was an outlier in its own right. Um, 
it was like 15 to 22, 25, maybe. I think this year we're getting 30 guys. 30 guys over 1,000. 30 guys over 1,000. That's scrimmage? Receiving. Receiving. Sorry, receiving. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. My next one. The Colts finish worse this year with Matt Ryan and as a result of Matt Ryan than they did last year with Carson Wentz. That's fucking insane, and I love it. This one would be impressive because the Colts have shown an ability to win a bunch of football games with the ghost of Phil Rivers and the torn out, hollowed out husk of Carson Wentz. And the fact that they've been able to win these games has been as a result of phenomenal play from everybody, not the quarterback. So for them to finally acquire a quarterback who one would think is more than competent, former MVP winner, blah, 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 blah. uh, For them to take a step back, I think would be tremendous. But if Matt Ryan ends up having a, a really down year and the Colts actually planned on having good quarterback play and kept trying to force the Matt Ryan issue, it might lead to them losing some games that they thought they might otherwise win if their starting game plan is Matt Ryan be good. I'm not, do I believe this? Not so much, but this is the reason <laughs> this is bold predictions. I'm all for it. Um, before we move on, though, I need to cut in. The Seahawks game just started. The opening, uh, what, what do you, the imagery that they have, the, the opening animation showed that the last time Geno Smith started a game was eight years ago with the New York Jets. No team's been dumb enough to let them do it again. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Also, they're wearing their neon lime green jerseys. There is no way they win this game. There is no way in hell this team wins wearing these fucking jerseys. You're probably right. It's disgusting. This is the stuff I liked when I was like 13 years old and like uh, Oregon was doing it before you learned it what looks, fashion was. Yeah. You know, back when fashion was like long gym shorts and like Nike head to toe with just just a just nauseating a of vomit of logos. Yeah. Just loud colors and a lot of brand logos. Uh huh. I am. You have no idea how happy I am that society is the exact opposite today. I I was um. I saw that Marcus Mumford came out with his own like solo record the other day, like not intentionally. I wasn't looking for what Marcus Mumford was up to, but <laughs> I, I I saw that this happened, <laughs> and I I just have this distinct memory of when Mumford and Sons had a stranglehold over a hipster clothing and every motherfucker in like dressed like they wanted to live in bed not like 90s bed but like now bed everyone's trying to live in Williamsburg and with the fucking suspenders looking like a goddamn German beer maker from the 1800s the worst outfits and they toured like that and people thought they were cool I thought they were cool and now you look back at it and it's like, oh, my God, they dress like that and people try to fuck them. People do fuck them. People still fuck them. Um, but yeah, Dino Smith just had a 25 yard pass. It was beautiful. <laughs> Fucking hate it. I want to throw up. <laughs> um, all right. my No, it's your turn. How many? Wait, how many have you done? Two. Oh, okay, yeah, it's your turn. Ten. NFL teams fail to reach six wins. I also went back 10 years on this. It has never happened in those 10 years. There's typically around seven or eight teams who all fail to reach six wins any given year. This year, 10 teams fail to win six. I think parity is over. I think teams are going to dominate. Actually, I, lo- I really like this pick for that exact reason. This is a bold prediction that is indicative of a trend we've seen in the NFL, which is fewer mid-tier teams and more we're bad or we're good teams. It's it's like the shrinking of the middle class in American society. 
um, but for NFL wins. So I think this one makes a lot this of sense. This is like my favorite episode, Josh. I did not want to get sad today. God, America uh, economy is a lie. Capitalism isn't real. Oh, God. Inflation. <sighs> the economy and jobs. I don't know. Okay, how Jerry. The U.S. economy works. <laughs> <laughs> Less alone a self-sustaining one. Um, how do three men in their 30s not have $800 between them? No, I mean, the economy. The economy. Uh... <laughs> I thought this was your plan. I thought this was your plan. Okay. Um, <laughs> we can sit here quoting, it's always sunny all day, folks. Uh, my next bull prediction. The AFC East has been dominated by two teams. I'm using the word dominate pretty loose. Uh, it's been run by two teams for the past like four years. That's either the Bills or Jeez. the Patriots. Geno Smith just evaded a, a massive sack and just threw a 40-yard touchdown. At this rate, Geno Smith is going to break into your house and personally fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. The Gino fuck? Smith is going to tap dance on your grave. He heard the shit you were talking. He literally had his running back get driven back into him like six yards behind the line. Nobody else was close to him and just like dribbles out to the right and tosses it wide open. Nobody's back. Outrageous. Please continue with your prediction. That the Dolphins win the AFC East. Damn. What their road is to win, I have no clue. I don't have usually I have a loose justification for how my bull predictions might happen for this one. You know, I don't know what to tell you, but I was looking at it like, you know, the Jets are out. The Bills are all good. The, the Patriots are usually good. Dolphins hear me out. The Mike McDaniels offense coming over from Kyle Shanahan, you know, my guy in San Francisco. He's got Tua, Tyreek, Jalen Waddle. He's got Raheem Mostert. He's got serious, like he's got a three-headed running back group that any one of them could be a serious guy with that offense. Their offense could be seriously legit. Their defense has a good defensive front. Defense they have defense. handful of got yeah. defense hands. is the defense. Uh they've got Xavier Howard back there. They could be a really good team. And if the Bills trip. You know, if if the Dolphins steal two against the Bills, if the Bills running game collapses, if their defense collapses, I could see them dropping some games. They sneak in and win it with an outrageous season. It could happen. I mean, and if the NFL ever approves of the bounce pass, then two is golden. That that one pass I fucking showed you on Twitter, man. That was fucking insane. No tip, no nothing, just nobody there. Just 15 yards shy. Uh, all right, let me hear your next one. Um, Wait on me, Dedio. A lot of your predictions are Bills negative. All of mine are Bills positive. Josh Allen breaks Peyton Manning's single season touchdown record of 55, and the Bills set the all time scoring record. All time. What what is the all time scoring record? Uh, I have it here. Seven, it would essentially, eight? it is seven. Yes, uh, <laughs> it is essentially they would need to score thirty six points per game. Cool. How many did they score week one? Thirty one. Ooh, not off to a good start against the reigning Super Bowl champions. That does that matter? Is that factor into your math somehow? Yes, I think they get a five point gimme. When they still uh, get to play the Patriots and the Jets. So in the NFL record books, it'll say, yeah, they didn't have as many points, but their schedule was really tough. No, 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 no. I'm just Brr. saying the average will work I out. I know. I know you All know right. averages. My next one. Um, so right now it still feels kind of bold. It might get progressively less bold over the course of the season, depending on how the team plays, which May sound obvious, but whatever. Uh, my next that one. That is the premise of the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say it's the premise of the NFL uh, as a whole. But so my next one is that Baker Mayfield eventually gets benched 
for Sam Darnold. It's gross, and I hate you. I've, I have no skin in this game, but the thought of such terrible quarterback play continuing in Carolina, while hilarious, is disgusting. Now, Baker Mayfield didn't have a bad showing in his first game with Carolina. It wasn't great. It was kind of a mixed Very bag. Very Baker. Yep, 16 for 27. That's a 59.3% completion percent, 235 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Um, an average yard, uh, yard yards per pass attempt of 8.7, yards per catch of 14.7, uh, and it's a quarterback rating of 84.6. So, yeah, very, oh, four sacks. Wow. Uh, very middle of the road kind of start uh, in a game that I think a lot of people thought might have been a little bit easier for them to come up with the win on. They lost not by a lot, but they still lost to, I mean, a, a kind of quarterbackless Browns in a, in a way. The defense clearly was able to put up some numbers against Baker, but regardless, um, yeah, it's tough to 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 really get a feel for how bad. Baker would have to be for Sam Darnold to look like an upside. It probably comes with a strong combination of Baker being less than great and the Panthers being close to a playoff contender. Because if they are a playoff contender with a subpar Baker Mayfield, they're going to just let that happen. If they're incredibly bad with a bad Baker Mayfield, they still might just let that happen just to not bother with changing out a quarterback. Uh, but if they're like half in half out and changing out the QB could be a, a, a way for them to gain some extra momentum to be, be a playoff contender, a possible playoff contender. Then I think a, a subpar Baker Mayfield is a, is an option for replacement there. After watching Bryce young play football again uh, for Alabama, I think Carolina might just start Sam Darnold and bench Baker just so that they do get the worst possible QB play over the course of the season. Cause they need the first overall pick. They need a bad, that franchise is in dire straits if they don't. Yeah. But do you think Matt tough. rule lets that happen? Cause I think Matt rule would not want to be the worst team in the NFL cause he might lose his job. Uh, I don't know if I, <laughs> Honestly, that change might come with a change at head coach, regardless. Matt Holy Rule, what fuck. college did he go to? Uh, Temple. Uh, Penn State. Penn State. That's right, you bitch. You said Temple. He last, he last coached at Temple. Yeah, got fucked anyway. Uh, Baylor. I, I know I'm watching this game, uh, but everyone will know these highlights when this episode comes out, but just an absolute unreal catch to this unknown tight end, Andrew Beck, who has gotten every single target from Russell Wilson and is already up to 52 yards on three, um, two catches. Just real quick. One more thing on that rule. How many wins do you think he has as an NFL head coach? Uh, he's been the head coach for this is his three season. season. This third, third season, season now. Uh, yeah. He didn't win. Uh, I'm going to say he has five, six. Wins? Six wins. All right. Well, he has 10. Okay. Yeah. But all it's right. still not great. No, that's not good at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very not, not super excellent. Uh, all right. Give me your next bold prediction. You'll appreciate this one. Saquon Barkley leads the NFL in scrimmage yards, and the Giants still have a losing record. <laughs> it's a nice little dig there at the end for my bold prediction. Yeah. You know, I had to had a, add a little juice to it, and boy, they're either going to win the Super Bowl or fucking do nothing. Uh, it's a strong combination of both. Nah, that's a little, it's not possible. Uh, <laughs> the Giants, who won two Super Bowls, I think we're close to fitting in that category. Uh, it's just real quick shout out to the fact that the uh, Raiders both have Derek Carr and Derek Carrier. Um, sure. 
Yeah, which is just I don't know why that's really funny to me, but it's like I we we have car or if you want to get carrier, we have Derek Carrier. Um, if you control F, Derek Carr, two players come up. That's just, nice. uh, that's just funny. Uh, another non sequitur here. Uh, Jamal Adams just said an interception bounce off his face mask and looks utterly ridiculous in these lime green jerseys with his six armbands on each arm, all neon green. But he's the president. Appreciate that. He's, he's the, the president. Prez. Uh, yeah. My next bold prediction is that the Raiders trade Derek Carr. Now, look, why would this happen? Wow. Why would this happen? Uh, because that division is going nowhere fast if you are not the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, realistically, would this happen? Oh, my God. I don't even know what it would take. Uh, I don't even know what have concoction. to get a nice quarterback in return. I just I don't know. Or like a, a bad team trading like an early first round pick. Uh, I just could, I don't know. Uh, could Carolina move? Somehow, Jesus Baker what and a terrible move that I can totally see them doing. Holy shit! Here, have uh, our fucking top ten oh, guaranteed pick for your average quarterback. Um, I need could, this job. Could the Giants make a move if everyone but Danny Dimes is playing super well? Um. It, who knows? It really comes down to how competitive can the Raiders be? Now, again, I don't, I really would doubt that they do this uh, because the Raiders have the ability to make the playoffs. There are roads for them to do it. And as a result of that, they likely would not move on from Derek Carr. However, uh, Derek Carr does have an opt out at the end of the season. Um, if he chooses not to, then he has three more years on the contract um, with a lot of money owed to him each year. So strong incentive for him to stay. Um, but it depends on if, what the Raiders and him end up doing. So there's also some contract stuff that's at play here. He could he could just go straight NBA, demand a trade, and say that he's going to opt out if you don't trade me, and then trade me to a place and I will not opt out. That would be hilarious. Look, I don't again, think that'll happen because he just got his you know college roommate traded to him, and he just happens to be the best wide receiver in the NFL. So we'll see. We okay, will see. I, I would really doubt this happens, but I wanted a bold prediction. You know, it's a good bull prediction when even you don't believe in it. Of course. Of course. All right. Hit me with your next one. Michael right, Parsons. Way, I got it. I got, I just got a push notification uh, that just says Geno Smith cooking, which really is hurting, <laughs> hurting your odds. of <laughs> This bull prediction. Oh jeez! Oh fuck! <laughs> the stadium uh, is chanting Gino. Uh, I'll tell you what: the two completions he's had, there was no defender within ten yards of the guy he threw it to. So I, I think I'll be okay in the long run. Number six for me, going back to my defensive player of the year, Micah Parsons. Gets 20 sacks. Sophomore slump, widely talked about. It's hard to put those numbers up back-to-back after he had mid-teens in sacks last year, like 13-something, maybe a little more. I think he just uh, keeps trending straight up and gets 20. Sorry, who is this? Micah Parsons. Oh, right, right, right. Gotcha. Okay. Um, all right, this one is controversial, as they all should be. It's really controversial. Well, actually, you might not find it that controversial because you kind of also have this happening, but it's controversial for me. Um, the Jets. This is a Jets-based prediction. Good. Any Jets player gets major award conversation. I'm not picking anyone to win an award. Finish top three. So is that just MVP, offensive, defensive player of the year, offensive, rookie defensive, of year. rookie of the year, comeback player, potentially? Yep. yep. In the is conversation this, is by this the end of Joe the year. Joe Flacco comeback season? <laughs> Iron Dick Joe Flacco. 
Does this go to Robert Sala as well? Not a player. Okay. Do you want to amend? Do you want do you want to amend your verbiage to no. get that one? I'm sticking, okay. sticking to my guns here. Besides, I doubt that um as I've been affectionately calling him, Bobby Salads, gets any um head coaching nom or uh consideration, award consideration without having a real standout player somewhere in that lineup. Hey, it could just be a real solid depth team through and through. No weak links. Uh, no, your team didn't do great, but they are all best friends. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the most wins, but you do have the most lanyards. <laughs> oh, they, they're showing Geno Smith on draft night. He looks so happy. If only he knew. I, I unironically love Geno Smith coming out of West Virginia. I thought he was great. So did the Jets. He had one game where he went fucking ridiculous and threw for like seven touchdowns and like 600 yards and I was like holy shit look at that guy throw the ball he he does not oh it's my turn no I just oh you just went you're good at this Jameis Winston throws for more than 35 touchdowns less than 17 interceptions in route to a double digit win season for the Saints. We have to stop using Jameis Winston. <laughs> no. For our bowl prediction. Jameis like Winston will be year. efficient. He will be efficient this year and he will go all the way. He will have a greater than two to one touchdown to interception ratio while putting up stupid numbers all season. He will throw less than one interception per game for possibly the first time ever. Uh, because this is his year back. That's my guess. Yes. All right. Uh, my next one is, I mean, so wild. I can't really imagine it happening, but that's what always seems to happen is that bad people have good things happen to them. And my next poll prediction is that John Gruden gets a job. That's insanity. However, Bad people have good things happen to them all the time. Yeah. At Tony LaRussa and his two DUIs. Yeah. <laughs> Tony LaRussa, who is 87 with two DUIs and is looks like he will die mid game, is talking about coming back next year. So, yeah, I could absolutely see the Cowboys being like, well, Mike Matheny, y- y- y'all just ain't getting the job done. So we're going to bring in John Gruden, get the job done. Jesus Christ. Um, this is far and away the bold prediction I want to happen least. I understand. I'm making it. I'm not happy about it. I'm premeditatively. <laughs> Just don't make it. About oh, the no, prediction. You're, you're I've doing already the voodoo made. Thing. You're, you're all voodoo. I'm uh, all voodoo. Sure. Yeah. You're, you are ensuring that John Gruden never gets a job again by predicting that he will get a job. You're welcome, America. <laughs> uh, but genuinely, we are constantly, you and I specifically, are constantly shocked when good things happen to terrible people. Why not predict it for once? You, you're not wrong. I know. It's a, it's a tragedy. It's, it's a curse. Geno Smith, um, five for five, 84 yards. I know. Down. Fuck you. Uh, a a it's perfect ridiculous. QB rating, 185, 158.3. I, I just predicted the Seahawks were not like going to get the first overall pick, have the worst record. Either the, the Broncos defense is horrific or this is the most efficient offense I've ever seen because they are just they are playing a peewee football team now. They are just I, doing whatever the fuck they choose to. I don't know if you're watching the game, but it looks I like am. Juno Smith is currently fucking your mom on screen. He he <laughs> literally has my mother there on the 20 yard line <laughs> while completing passes. It's, my it's mom. the most impressive thing. My mother, by the way, will listen to every one of these uh, episodes <laughs> now and again. So, hey, mom. Oh, Love I'm you. so sorry, Mrs. Heller. It was so nice seeing you the other day. I'm not sorry. Give me your Please don't bring this up in conversation. Kenny Pickett. Wins at least three no, games. Can't. You're right. He can't. Kenny Pickett does. Kenny Pickett wins at least three games against AFC North. 
teams. We have already played one. Kenny Pickett did not play. We have another one in like two weeks. Unless something happens to Mitch against the Patriots, I don't think he's playing in that one either. I think out of the four games after the week nine bye, Kenny Pickett is going to get the starting nod and win three of them. Okay. Um, I do not know now what to make of this Pittsburgh. Bold. It's not that it's not bold. I just don't know who the Steelers are yet this year. Cause let me tell you, man, week one was not an impressive win, but they did still win. So, uh, sure. Sure. Here's hoping TJ comes back soon. My next bold prediction is not extremely bold. Uh, it is relatively bold, but not extremely bold. Uh, and that is that no passer will break 5,000 yards this season. Now, if you're curious, uh, you said you said passer, I heard receiver, and I was like, Josh, I, what the fuck? Of course, nobody is going to get 5,000 receiving yards this year. But I'm right. just stupid. Please continue. In the last six NFL seasons, only twice has there been a uh, has there not been a 5,000 or more <laughs> yard passer. Uh, that was 2020's Deshaun Watson got the most passing yards, 4,823. And Tom Brady in 2017 led the NFL with 4,577. This is a little bit more bold now that we have a 17-game season because now there's an extra game's mm-hmm. worth of passing yards to be gotten, in which case Deshaun Watson's 2020 season probably would have ended up with over 5,000 yards since he would have had at least 200 mm-hmm. more in, in another opportunity. Um, which also extends down to most of the not 5,000 yard seasons that we have drew Brees in 2014 and Ben Roethlisberger in 2014 were tied 49 52. Um, yeah, those guys would have gotten 48 more yards. If there was another NFL game that year, um, same can be said about Phillip rivers and Matt Schaub, um, in 2010 and 2009, 4,710. So it, it, it has been a thing that does not happen every single year, but it seems very likely to be a more consistent thing, and it already is a pretty consistent thing. So, hmm. Bo- bold, but not extreme compared to my other ones. Right. I like it. Number nine, Justin Tucker attempts a 70-yard field goal. They're just going to let him kick for the goddamn mountains. I also put 10 to 1 odds down that he makes it and 2 to 1 odds that it hits a crossbar. I just kind of want to see how those turn out. I can't explain it, but Justin Tucker is going to be a dancing with the stars guy at some point in his life. Genuinely think he already has. Oh my god, has he? I think he has. I could also see him being like a celebrity America's Got Talent. Uh, contestant they have a he's he's already the star of an nfl commercial oh that's cool he's he's in a suit singing opera you know they they give emmys for commercials i just learned this the other day also have you ever looked at how many uh, nominations there are for the emmys how many categories there are it's a fuck ton I saw that they nominate people for best intro sequence, like beginning show animation, essentially, which uh, makes sense to nominate someone for. Like, that's a lot of work, but um, didn't realize it was an award. If you look at the yeah. Emmys, it's a lot of like it makes the Oscars awards yeah. list look very, very small. Like it's weird. Like I, there's people like I follow on Twitter and Instagram who have posted before about like winning Emmys, and I looked into it like holy shit like is this person like really important it's like well no they just have about 600 different emmy awards that you can win very broad yeah yeah all right my last bull prediction is my boldest one that might actually happen no it's not gonna happen but it is pretty bold so that's that's something um no player Breaks 15 sacks this year. Wow. You now, got one guy off the list, so you got that going for you. Yes, that's very nice. Now, um, the last NFL leader 
in sacks to have 15 or fewer sacks was two years ago. Really? TJ Watt led the NFL with 15 sacks. So there is a recent precedent for this. However, the last time this was true before that, 1996 Kevin Green. Holy shit. Now, part of me has to wonder. Steelers. Part of you has to wonder, like, would this number, generally speaking, start to tail off a little bit with more friendly or more rigid roughing the passer rules that would negate what would be sacks in prior seasons? Maybe. Um, We'll find out. But uh, fuck it. It's bold um, because it is not a thing that happens very frequently. So uh, could it? Sure. Will it? Probably not. The extra game will definitely not help uh, the call. It's the exact opposite thinking from what I just did in my last. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Number 10 for me. Kyler Murray will have a clear downturn in production after October 28th. Coincidentally, the same night Call of Duty is released. I think that man will stop doing his homework. I think he will be up late playing video games. I think that man will have a clear drop in production. Is Call of Duty still played like that? Is it still like... uh... Like big like that? You are sounding so old. But yes. I texted my younger sister a gif and she informed me that, that was a thing that only old people do now. And I was like, oh, oh was damn the it. gift. What? What was the gift? What was the gif? I don't remember what the gif was. Uh-huh. Um just a just a gif. I texted her a gif. And um I'm not prepared to be unironically old. <laughs> I'll be old for fun. Like, I'll play into it. But I'm not ready for someone to be like, oh, wow, you are old. And when oh. I was being completely serious. Wait, this wasn't a joke? No, we're, you're not. Li- oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now I am being serious. Yeah. Sending gifts is now oh, an old person thing to do. Well, I'm not emotionally. Our time. Our time has come. I remember having oh, to download. It wasn't. Giphy. It wasn't the. It wasn't the gift specifically. It was no, that there was a gift in sense. general. Yes. Oh. I remember having to download the app Giphy to send gifts to people because you couldn't just do it from your phone's keyboard. And that being like hot shit. Well, that's just something else. All right. Give me your final bold prediction. You know me, I always have 11. In order. Last two, bitch. I already gave you 10. No, you didn't. I went first. This should be number 10. Corwin, learning to read. I'm, yeah, I'm reading. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Desperately trying no, to count. Given, I've given 10 already. I went first. I just I know, gave my 10. I know, but I have read off each one of these so far. Then you did not make 11. You made 10. No, I numbered them. 1 to 11. And you still got it wrong. <laughs> Kyler Murray, Justin Tucker, Kenny Pickett, Jameis Winston, Micah Parsons, Saquon Barkley, Josh Allen. 10 teams fail to reach six wins. 30 players reach 1,000 receiving yards. Less than half of teams who won division will repeat. I said all those. What was the first one? What was the last one you just said? Less than half of teams who won the division in 2021 will repeat. I don't remember that one. That was the first one I did. I don't it was remember the it. Chiefs, the Bucks, and the Bills, and then the Packers weren't going to win. I know I said it because I have the the tab open. Still, I'm not sure you did though. Okay, say well, you say you number man. eleven in order to show accountability that they do not have for player health. The NFL. We'll give Tom Brady a colonoscopy live on TV at midfield during week eight. Okay. That's it. Week eight at halftime. 
Tom Brady will get a colonoscopy at midfield. Oh, you know, that'd be great revenge uh, to see, have a, a, I hope that the doctor wears uh, a Jets jersey so that for once the Jets could get in Tom Brady's guts for a change. I need you to end the podcast right now. I'm going to end my life, Corwin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. That's it. That's the breaks. The effort, week one of the NFL season is already uh, concluded. By the time you're listening to this, there's just the one game, two games left to play. One, one game. game left. One game. Just the Seahawks. Not the first Monday of the year, they, they always play two games because there was usually <sighs> a second West Coast game that started super late. But I guess. This I year, they there's started not. like later in the season when they did that. Maybe it's week two they do that. There's always like a know. weird two yeah. game Monday night football, but I guess it's I not remember that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so as you're listening to this, week one is concluded, but uh, yeah, we will keep tabs on these. We'll do a mid year update and then we will uh, see how we did at the conclusion of the NFL season and after awards and you know, blah 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 blah. Uh, in the meantime, there's still the MLB season that will be wrapping up within the next few weeks. So Cora and I will keep getting on top of that, um, starting uh, with next episode, which should be uh, Thursday. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, until then, uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Juice and Pod. You can follow Corbin on Twitter at Corbin Heller. You can follow myself on Twitter at Joshua D. Tracy. You can send emails to the show. So at juice the numbers at gmail.com. And until Thursday, y'all have a good one. Bye.